What's up, guys? Here we are back, another episode. Let me get my ear, my earplugs all, or earphones all adjusted. Um, Retick Radio, episode number two. Pretty exciting stuff. We got uh, probably one of my best buddies in the whole entire industry uh, coming out today, my buddy Shane Costello over at SC Constrictors, who's probably one of, if not the most well-known uh, retic breeder um, in the country today. Um, the king of the Sunfires, OGS God, all that stuff. So he's uh, venturing out into the monitor world now. So he's, I think he's getting ready. I don't think he's quite ready yet. So pretty awesome. I'm excited to have him on. I think this is going to be a killer guest to have. So, so make sure you guys, uh, ask some questions and stuff as we go through this. So let me, uh, guess without further ado, let's bring on Shane. Going everybody. Well, you're on now. Hey, slow down. I just put you back on. Slow down. Oh, did you hear it? Did you hear me talking? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, this Shane, welcome to the, to the episode, buddy. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, pretty awesome. Appreciate figure, it, yes. Figure who better to have as my first guest, right? Here it is, man. Even though you're the monitor king now, the Salvador king. No, I'm just trying. Look at trying all those, them out. Look at all those water monitors behind you, dude. That's fucking wild. They're, uh, they're stacked. I got, I don't know which way I'm pointing. Stacks of cages yeah. all up to the ceiling, basically, behind I've, me and... Are those, what are those, four, 400s or 422s? What do you have those uh, These are all 432s stacked. I converted a bunch of uh, what I had retics in, some different setups. I converted them all into water monitor cages for now for all the babies. Oh, so yeah, That's so sick. Hopefully that's this so camera's set up. That's so fucking sick, dude. That's crazy. Can, yeah. We can, can people uh, see? Oh, yeah. So radical retics and monitor. Nick Cooney's on. We got a decent group so far. So, um, so yeah, we're just beer. Here, every, everybody. You got a beer me. right now? No, there it is. Sparkling oh, water because I'm training for a big race. So, no beer. Oh, that water. I'm exhausted. I had a busy day today. Yeah. Um, uh-oh, it's saying my connection's not the best. Oh, well, we're going to make the best of it, so. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, that's weird. It was working good earlier, so. Well, so let's, we're just, we're just going to bullshit a little bit. So what, uh, you know, I know me and you have been friends a long time, long time. So, but how did you get started yeah. into reptiles? What, uh, what was that catalyst to kind of, I guess, your whole reptile keeping? It, yeah, you know, I mean, as a kid, I mean, I had, uh, you know, the pretty basic fish tank that I think most kid ends up getting, you know, ended up getting, getting a tadpole at one point and uh, didn't really even have any idea what it was. It was actually put into a, a bag of goldfish that I ended up buying for the tank by accident. And, uh, oh, shit. and it turned into a frog and I lowered the water in the tank and put a, a rock in there and a floating log in there and then had a frog. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know what age I was. I mean, I was like 
had to have been five, four or five. And you bought like these that. at a pet store. Yeah, right. just a local a pet local pet store that, you know, walked in there, um, you know, as many times as I could. Never really was like a toy fanatic, so it was always yeah. animals, and it was always, you know, as young, all I could get really was fish. So I started with that, um, and then I've got pictures of my mom bringing home a garter snake she caught at her work outside her work mm -hmm. and i i had to have been six years old six or seven yeah i have the picture somewhere i'll have to post it up is later. that the like, one i think i've seen that one of you holding you were holding it or something you were yeah, little you were super i've got little. a yeah i've got a garter snake i'm in like a full camouflage pajamas yeah. and uh you know and i just i remember that same tank that i had fish in i remember i drained it out like drained it out, put a snake in it. And, uh, that was kind of it from there. It was, uh, anytime I had a birthday Christmas, I was like, you know, buy me another fish tank and a lizard, yeah. but you know, I had green anoles, I had, yep. you know, iguanas, all the basic stuff, you know, like different tree frogs, whatever the basic pet store could carry. And I was old enough to walk by it on my way home from school and see it. I was like, yeah. that, that, that's the next thing. That's the next thing. So, um, you know, that's all awesome. of that was, of course, done uh, not professionally, just kind of just as a pet, just for fun. And I never really realized it would kind of progress so much as it has, you know, yeah. probably. I think that's everybody, you know, like, it, I mean, yeah. I know that's. That's how my parents were. I mean, that growing up, it was, yeah, catching all the local snakes and turtles and yeah. frogs. And, you know, lots of phase, he's going to grow out of it. And then you get one, like, exotic pet snake, you know, a ball python or whatever. Yep. Oh, okay, he's going to get out of it. And it never, it just snowballs and snowballs. And then it's yeah. where, you're, where we're at now, you know? Yeah, you know, I, I remember I got, like, I have permission slips still, like, signed permission slips from my mom that I saved that was like, I give my kid permission to buy a corn snake from this pet store. You know, like, I don't like I walked to the pet store. I was like yeah. 12 or something. I don't even know, you know, just enough to like be able to get to the store, buy it. Um, but it just progressed. Everything progressed, progressed. There was, um, so one of Sean Childers buddies, I, I, for the love of me, I can't remember his name. He worked at, um, I think, Aquatic Designs, it was called. Where and was that at? That was in... Um, I've heard of that before. Like, by Harlem and Irving. Okay. I can't remember his last name to save my life. This was so long ago. I, I was, I think it was like 13 or 14. And uh, I finally worked my way up to getting a Burmese python. And... You know, I went there, I paid like full price for it at the time, like 400 bucks or some crazy amount at that point for just a normal Burmese Python. And uh, like it, everything from that point kind of progressed forward, like quick. And I, Once did I, you say, did you say how old you were roughly? Did you, when you got that berm? I mean, I was like, were I had driving, been 14. Okay. So I was, uh. You know, I was with my wife, who's my wife now. We were together since we were 15. And when we were 15, I had already had it. So I was either, I had to have been 14. 
That's crazy, man. So yeah, but that was that was kind of like when it first really started taking off. Um, from I guess you could call it 2000, 2000 2002 maybe. Mm-hmm. High school. Year wise, yeah. yeah, high school. You know, all through yeah. high school. Um, and then once I was old enough to move out, get my own place, I, like everybody else, then it, you know, yeah. took off huge. So, yeah, that whole that whole moving out on your own really like opens the doors, you know. Yeah, for, I mean, once it's your shit. own place. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, it was you know, like I was lucky. My parents, dude, were super super uh, supportive. I mean, shit, I, I was living at my parents, and I had alligators, and I had retics and i had berms and i had monitors and i yeah the whole basement was filled with the old school aquariums with uh you know with the ball the, the heat lamps and all that bullshit and the hot rocks it's Everybody crazy but yeah, it's, it's a totally different world when you get out on your own though yeah. like when you get your yeah. own place it's like game on man you can buy whatever the hell you want you look at every little corner of your place like oh what yep. can i put here what can i put here yeah, so, I never. Uh, I once I got my own place, I never forget the conversation. Like I'm throwing out the kitchen table, and we're putting a stack of cages in the kitchen, and uh, that was the only place I could keep them at that point. You know where yeah. I was with what I was doing, so it was either do whatever it takes to have them or don't have them. So right, right. That's what I had to do. So yeah. we did it. That's crazy, man. Well, okay, so we kind of talked about what you kept growing up. So what, uh, like, what was that transition period that got you into your first retic? Like, what made you want to get a retic, uh, and when was that? So, like, very early, um, like, early 2009, I think, was our, our trip to Travis's, our first trip, mm-hmm. when I got the first female Sunfire Poss hut, and she was a... 2009 so like um i had already had my 2007 purple tiger that was like the original purple tiger yep. that first the first big one when yep. i committed committed to buy like i'm getting into retics like so that was the first very heavy you well no i had i had gotten a pair of 2000s from jay had albino you know, stuff right yeah had, had albinos they were they were two thousands and two thousand ones, and that was like my first. Like I bought sub adults. I wanted to get kind of going with it, and I bought paranormals that were head albino at the time, you know. And I bought a tiger that was a head albino. That's um, a big money back then. Those were big was, money. It was it was crazy, but I had a you know situation. Two thousand four, um, I had lost. You know, I lost my parents early on. Yeah. I couldn't keep the snakes anymore. I was still a kid. I was like, you know, 17 at the time. Right, I right. just, I, I could, so I, I, so I sold them. So I got rid of them. And then um, 2007, yeah, so, so 2007, 2008 is when I got like my first true, this is it. I'm buying these and they're never leaving. So from that point forward was just, that was it. I had my yeah. purple tiger to start. I remember we went to Travis's. I got a Sunfire hat. Um, yeah, but you had I, more you stuff. Know. You had more stuff than that because when I first met you, when I first met you, you already had yeah. the purple tiger. You had 
what did you have? You had the Sunfire. You had a Sun. Did you have a Sunfire or Sun Tiger that was possible? Um, well, had a, I remember going to your house the first time and you had stacks of vision cages in your kitchen. That was in the kitchen. That was when Purple Tiger, the Sunfire hat. Um, I got a Purple Tiger mail. That's that kind of goes into the story of how I met Paul. Yeah. I bought. I had the Purple Tiger mail that he ended up buying from me. But you know, I got in to like just a couple real early on and then fine-tuned what direction to go in at that yeah. point. But that was that, that was like the real solid, like, all right, I'm doing this, and this is the direction I'm going in, and that that's it. There was no yeah. no going back, no selling the collection again. That was like, that was it. That, like, this is happening, and it's full speed ahead. Right. So, but it yeah, probably from, uh, what, what year was the first year? 2012 was the first the first clutch I hatched. So that mm -hmm. was, you know, from, from 2007 to 2012, that period was like all the base work, all the groundwork, yep. get growing the collection, buying the babies, raising the babies, you know, picking my breeders, picking my breedings, right. um, you know, and, and doing that. Well, that's the thing. It's a lot of, it's a, like you said, it's a lot of groundwork, you know, you got to put in those, you know, unless you're going to go out and buy, adults and this and that which i know you're not like that i'm not like that i hate buying big adult stuff i mean i've done it i know you've done it but you're like me we like raising the shit from babies and getting them up to size and stuff so it's a lot i mean you got to really like yeah you got to really like uh plan yeah. out your projects in advance kind of yeah you know you, you a big thing to consider is like you know back in back in that point when me and you were getting kind of like serious serious about it like probably that 2005, 6, 7, 8, 2009, that window, yeah. there wasn't nearly as many people as there are in it, and there right. wasn't that many adults available. So for us to buy adults, it almost wasn't really a huge available option. Now, yeah. now you can. And it's a, it's kind of the shortcut, and I know when we were kind of like earning our stripes and earning our rank, in the industry or in the hobby of and with amongst the other retic people right everybody wanted to see you start with a hatchling raise it and put in your time and do the work you know yeah. and i mean i mean i still philosophy. feel that way well, yeah, i still yeah. feel that way 100 percent. i mean i i have yeah. more respect for those people that that do that it's because it's a lot yeah. of work i mean anybody can go out and spend two thousand dollars buy an adult female and have you know yeah. it's just you, it's the time well, and that's part of it it's hard too because you got to take into consideration like there's certain animals that that are just not available and the only opportunity you can get to get them is an adult like you know right. if you're running out if you're running out and buying two normal tiger adults and breeding them and and like right. i made a i made a super tiger i've just changed the world not a lot of people are gonna really uh give you a ton of credit for it right. but like you know, I've, I had to buy the jigsaw as an adult. Right. Well, yeah, those are exceptions, I've, yeah. You know, and I mean, I put in the work. I obviously tried breeding her. You know, I put all my tricks I could do to get her to breed. All, you know, last year she didn't take. So now I've got to put a whole nother year of effort into her and try again. So, you know, yeah. I would have almost at this point, I could have bought her if there was ever one as a hatchling available. I could have bought her as a hatchling and raised her and been where I'm at yeah. now, you know, but... It's it's hard, you know. Sometimes you're not given the option to buy something as a baby, and you just need to get it, however you can get it. 
Yeah. So, well, absolutely. Okay. I mean, that's the same. I mean, yeah. I got a few animals like that. My Sula stuff was the same way. You know, I, my yeah. original Sula I had to buy, and she was like two years old when I got her. Just couldn't yeah. find them. You could not find them. Yeah. You have to, but these new yeah. people, what drives me nuts is the new people that come in and they're going to, they go buy a pair of adults and I'm going to breed them and make a million dollars. It's not, yeah. it's not how it works. It's just not realistic. It, it's you know? not, it's, you got to put in your time. You've got to kind of earn, earn your place a little bit and kind of earn your, not, not so much like you have to earn everybody's respect, but you've kind of got to earn what you've put into it. You, yeah. from everybody they need to see you're not just going to buy an adult and breeding them and then you're, that's it yeah you know well, people I mean, want you know, to see you raising i mean i know you and i talk about this a lot i mean how many guys when we started when we like actually were like started to hang out and get to know each other how many other people were there around that are no longer in the hobby at all like how I many guys came in they're, spent they're a ton gone. of money right spent a ton they're of money gone. and now they dipped out dozens dozens i mean yeah over, well over a hundred people. I mean, and a lot of the guys now that are starting and probably listening to this right now, it's, you think of a hundred guys, even if it was 50, I guarantee it's at least 50 guys. Yeah. Oh, for 50, sure. 50 guys that bought 40 adults and 40 cages and fed yeah. 40 adults. And they were going to be the next big retail yeah. guy. And, and it sucks. I mean, a lot of them were really good guys. Some of them had good ideas and good plans and, and actually spent money to buy the right adults. I mean, there's a lot of guys that came in yeah. that, that were knocking on my door to buy stuff and they wanted the best quality they could get. Yeah. And I, I had stuff available. I sold it to them. And then six months later, they were out. Yeah. You know, and it, it's it's not an easy thing. I mean, it's, it's hard because uh, especially now, too, you have to market yourself so well. And that's my thing that mm -hmm. I try to tell everybody is you have to be active and on these pages and talking to people. You know, even if you're new, you don't, you're not going to go in and be an expert. So don't even try to be yeah. an expert. But just getting your pictures out there, your name out there, people see you, be a constant um, – what is the word? You just be a constant individual, active individual in the hobby. That yeah, that that means a ton. You know. Well, that yeah, that that's it. Being active and, and showing your name, being being involved, yeah, and being involved in a positive way. Like the whole expert thing. Like people yeah. come to me for advice about stuff because they think I'm an expert because I have so many years in it. But every year, every breeding. Almost every animal, I still learn something new. I see yeah. something new. I see stuff I've never seen before every year. So there's not right. really, you know, an yeah. expert, you know, for it. But uh, everybody's still learning. So the big thing is if people listen to the people giving them the advice, you know, I'll only give advice from stuff I've actually done right. and done myself and seen and seen how it works or doesn't work. You know, I've got no, no problem helping anybody. I mean, yeah. winners like to see winners win. So I want to see someone else do well. Good for you. If you're going to listen and put in the effort, time and energy to do it, do yeah, it, absolutely. you know, but so. Yeah. Crazy. So I'm there. Well, I have another question, but I'm going to save that till yeah. the end. Um, yeah. What, I mean, I think everybody knows the answer to this, but what is your favorite What's your favorite retic project, period? Like, your favorite. All right. Yeah, we'll start with that. What's your favorite you know, retic? Um, I mean, obviously, the, the, the 
the purple Sunfire OGS combos is is my main driver. That's that's like my main focus, my main driver. You know, it started with Sunfire. Sunfire was like my very first thing. It, it still is my main driver. It's my main focus. I think I, I think literally like ninety five percent of my collection is all Sunfires, and. Yeah. I haven't done a non Sunfire breeding in like four years. So, um, pretty much everything I have is Sunfire. Yeah. So like my biggest driver right now is the, is the, is the purple super Sunfire orange ghost stripe pied project. That's like kind of the main focus of well, that kind of hits everything. You know, it it's, it's all your stuff. Yeah, it's it's the very long term project. Pied, I I've, I spent a lot of time getting pieds and getting rid of pieds because they were not the right. Right. They they're just not the right animals at the right time to do the right thing for me. And and I saw opportunities to expand in other directions, and I took them. And I, you know, realized, man, I I, I really needed this. You know, so I had to rebuild yeah. a couple times. I started with some really mean pieds that I got rid of. I started with yeah. some pieds that were just not the quality that I wanted. I didn't want to just get the gene to get the gene. I, I really, I've always had it in my, you know, on my, my business page is always, it's, it's quality over quantity. So it took a long time for me to get the right group and yeah. I have them now. Um, like my purple OGS project with Sunfire to, to kind of target getting these snakes to look more red and orange and bright. Uh, you know, that's like my main driver and right. getting that into pied kind of just is like the, the peak the of, of the program. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah, and I mean, it. those, those purple sun OGS, I mean, I, I've, you know, I remember the first time I saw them in, picture, in person or in pictures, I was yeah. like, there's no fucking way that they're that. They look like that. There's no way. And then I remember coming to your house not long after you posted them. I think they already, they yeah. probably were six months old or maybe, I don't yeah. even think they were a year old. And I saw them in person and they're identical, fucking identical to pictures, which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are like, man, they're, that, that's fake. They don't look like that in real life. And I, I've, I've, I've done, you know, no flash with flash, outdoor pictures, indoor pictures, on white backgrounds, black background, gray background, whatever way I could get a good picture of them, I, I I post them in all different settings. I can't read a lot of those. Grant, Grant is oh. throwing you some love. Yeah, I know you're on yes. your phone. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah, I got my phone. I'm in the in the snake room. So, um, uh, you know, is there a lot? Can you see? Is there a lot of people watching? Uh, yeah, there we got. It looks like twenty or twenty-one so far. So and the uh, the comments are going crazy. My freaking computer keeps saying low quality on my Wi-Fi. If it keeps going, I might have you just talk, and I'll go plug in my Ethernet cable. Quick, right. But I'm gonna pull this girl out and see if she looks okay on the video. Oh yeah. Hopefully this will show just how orange. So this is a purple GCOGS Sunfire. Yeah, I that's mean, I'm crazy. Hope, I'm, I mean, screenshot that so I could see it later because I can't really see from where I'm at. She, I'm on my I mean, phone. dude, she looks exactly like she looks in person on my computer, like identical. Yeah. identical. So I've posted probably, 
you know, a thousand pictures of her over the course of time. And I mean, it's hard to imagine that, you know, a snake like this is this color, um, you yeah. know, but she is. So let me put her back. Give me just yeah, a minute because I'm going to grab a uh, charger for my phone too. Hang on. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Pretty awesome snakes. Pretty awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. Like I said, when I uh, when I went to Shane's house and I saw those snakes in person, I uh, could not believe that they looked exactly how they look in pictures. Like there's no, there's no editing. There's no. There, I mean, it's that's they're that red. It's fucking wild. It's pretty neat. To go. But um, yeah, pretty neat stuff. You know, he's killing it with the with the OGS purple OGS stuff. Uh, what's he pulling out now? What Sorry, are you getting out now? Uh, I was trying to make sure I don't lose connection here because I'm trying to make sure my yeah. phone is staying charged for you. It's crazy how fast it's pulling the battery. Hang on. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know what? When you get back, back on, I'm, I'm gonna, on now. Uh, Ethan listening. Now it's kind of keep saying uh, connection is kind of slow. So I'll let you uh, plug your stuff in if you want to pull something out and talk about it for a minute or two when you get situated. Andy Dietz is yeah, actually in the comments way. right now. Look at that. How about that? Well, that might get you into your next part of your question there. The which one was that? The how did how did you transition into retics? No, the kind of the beginning. All the guys that I look up to oh. and all that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's too cool but, for us retic guys now. Uh, he's got so much going on with the dogs. He's yeah, doing crazy stuff with the dogs. Yeah, but I find I watch all that shit he does. Yeah, do that. I'm gonna go plug this thing in real quick. I'll be right all back. Right. Well, hopefully there's enough people watching, but that's uh. Hopefully that video shows her color. Purple GCOGS Sunfire. Man, Jake's gonna kill me when my phone dies. I don't know if his speaker's on. Can you hear me? Yeah, much better now that that's plugged in. All right. So yeah, I got mine hardwired. I got mine all hardwired in, but it's uh, it's telling me it's not going to make it too long. So we'll see. What's going on? I'm losing your connection. Your connection's going out. It shouldn't be. I'm uh, I'm plugged in now. All right. So. I hear you. Good. Um. Trying to read some of these, man. You got all your 
all your locals. Patty's on. Oh. Joanna, your wife's on. Is Dominic she says you're so awesome. Oh God. <laughs> That's awesome. There you go. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I got, um, I got all the support in the world, man. Everybody, all the close family and everybody is as supportive as it can get, you know. I mean, you know yeah. that. I mean, you're, you're here all the time, so you see them. I mean, we started with, uh, you know, just a small little collection, and she's let me grow it pretty big, and she's been cool the whole way through. Like I said, we threw out our kitchen table at one point to keep them, so she's uh she's always been good with the animals yeah well it definitely helps i think when you finally start to make a little money on them you know too yeah. it's definitely like i think it's harder at least for for my wife it's definitely a little harder um i'm gonna spin these around because i got them on wrong yeah there we go um you know you just endless money you're dumping into these things with feeding and you know time and all this but to finally make some yeah. money back on them is definitely changes uh outlook on them you know yeah for sure. I, you know she heard that story from me for a long time like oh you know i'm, I'm buying another one i'm buying another one buying another one and uh i'm always like oh i'm gonna I'll, I'll be able to replenish a little bit and the hobby will pay for itself and hopefully i'll make you know make a little money selling babies and doing shows and there was a lot of years of that before um obviously before i, I started actually like producing stuff to sell and actually finally starting to earn a little bit back and and really actually see the collection pay for itself and all that so yeah. but she's always believed in me and you know here we are you know i i've got um i mean a solid 20 years probably in retix now like yeah substan substantially going through it so it's working out well, you're, that's we're veterans at this point you know I yeah, mean, you know, that, that, that kind of goes back to what you said in the beginning. Like, a lot of the guys we saw, like, even a lot of the guys that kind of got us kind of yeah. going, they're gone. I it's, mean, or, 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 they're, or they're not gone. They just kind of stopped doing it. Yeah, um, they're doing uh, – they're, they're kind of – yeah, they're not doing the snake stuff. I mean, I don't know. I mean, minus – there's a handful of guys. I mean, there's guys that yeah. I know that have been involved. They, they say they've, they've been keeping snakes – forever but i don't ever remember a lot of these guys from the from any of the the you know nerd forums or bob clark forums or constrictors i don't remember any of those guys and yeah. that's kind of how i associate them like that's how i met reed travis that's how me and you met i mean we're off the boards we'd always see each other post and well yeah i mean we met we met on there same thing with like you know uh you you had said andy was on here andy, and me, yeah yeah me and andy were like you know, chat back and forth on, on these old uh, cold-blooded forums and the old nerd forums, uh, the old Bob Clark forums, like talking right. like 1999, 1998, you know, 2000, 2001, like, like forever ago. Yeah. And uh, same thing with you, like chit-chat, you know, all, all the back and forth. And then, hey, I'm going to be at this reptile show. You know, if you're going to yeah. be there, I might as well say hi since we're yeah. – doing the same thing so yeah i mean it's crazy to think how how much history is actually there you yeah, know definitely yeah it just blows my mind though the amount of guys that are like just out just done the guys that you would think were i mean like you said i remember going to travis's remember that and he had his stuff yeah, in a building yeah, outside which was like dude 
that's still goals to me. I, yeah, I still I want mean, a big building. You know? Yeah. He had uh, he literally was like on on the top, man. He was he was doing it yeah. right. He had his own own facility. He had a, a good name for himself. He did a ton of different breedings. He was yeah. He was on he was on the top top of the mountain. You know. Yeah, I mean him and J- him and uh, Jason dude were like just killing. Yeah. It. You yeah, know, they they didn't always make a ton of cl- they didn't have a ton of clutches. I mean, they had a lot, but not like yeah, but still, some breeders. But, but, but every yeah, clutch yeah. was just just perfect, just was quality awesome. animals. You know, yeah. it's uh, you know, I, yeah. I I reached out to Travis. What was it earlier last or was it last year when I hatched out the blonde anthrax? Because I still chat with him every once in a while. Yeah, and. uh like, you know, that was a project I remember talking to him about before we even, before he even paired him up, before he even got, you know, the double heads. And, uh, yeah, showing him that snake, and he was all, like, pumped about it. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe, like, you, you made it. Like, that thing's badass. Yeah. And, you know, it's he cool says he still follows it a little bit. He's kind of, he kind of sees what's going on and stuff, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but it would be cool if uh, he got back in, though, for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of stuff still to be done. I mean, a lot of people are making a lot of things, but there's still a ton of different animals, combos to really take in a certain direction and kind of still make that people have yeah. not made yet. I mean, every, every year there's still new new combos. So, yeah. so I know, you know, I asked you what your favorite retic project was, and, we, you know, you said the purple Super Sun OGS Pied stuff. So what's yeah. your favorite retic project that you – do not currently have obviously the jigsaw is a big one that's a really um, big cool project but what's something that you don't yeah. own that you you really like or really you know, uh, I, I i really i really would i mean i gotta definitely say the ocelot stuff yeah. is uh to me it's it's a it's a very dramatic very dramatic look change you know like um there's a lot of other genes that i i kind of liked like how the marble changed stuff and and you know stuff like that i mean even the hypo is unbelievable but i mean i think the ocelot stuff is like so dramatic it's so different yeah it's so different they don't don't even look like retics anymore if you were to ask a a person that might not be into retics what that snake was they they would probably have no idea like it almost like to me it's like on par with gc remember how the Retic world went nuts over GC stuff because of how oh, yeah. insanely dramatic. That's what I feel like. I mean, I feel like Oslet's on that same level almost. Like, oh yeah, it, it's. I and don't we've know, not even, and we've not even like barely made anything. Yeah, you know. Well, there's only we, been we, what three? There's only been three, three combos yeah. made. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I, mean, uh, I, I think that project has like such a big future of like making big dramatic look differences like yeah. a lot a lot of combos you think of you can't even think of them yeah be- because it's going to be so dramatic i mean the stuff we've seen so far it's been so extreme so yeah dominic <laughs> Don. love you buddy uh, he's such a good he should, kid he's still up he's, on a school night watching he's gotta watch you man he's gotta watch yeah him. yeah oh um, yeah, I mean that it, that is one of those morphs. I mean, like I, I talked to my previous one. Like to me, that's my favorite. That is my absolute favorite favorite morph. I don't own that's out yeah. right now, and it's 
it, it is hard because it's like that snake. I don't even know if I mean combos are going to be cool, but man, by itself, it's just such a yeah. Just in it, itself, it's such an insane yeah. looking snake. You know. You know, I I'd, I'd love to say the jigsaw, but like from what we've seen, I realize that there's a good chance the super jigsaw is is like a pattern the snake. Um, yeah. Weren't those so made? so far? In 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 Indo, yeah, as yeah, I say, in again, Indo they made them. They're you know horrible pictures with very little actual like right documented proof of what we're looking yeah. at. So until someone actually makes a clutch and really can fully lay thing. it all out, right? So, yeah. but from what I've what I've seen, there's a lot of hope in all the jigsaw combos. You know, so oh, far yeah. at least. So. I mean, the jigsaw stuff's insane, too. Like, I mean, all those, yeah. uh, what was it, the Sunfire, the Motley, all that stuff looks really good. And, I mean, yeah. like, your Sunfire stuff should make them even better, you know, because, I mean, your Sunfire yeah. stuff's the best. So, yeah, so I mean, it's a lot cool. Of, I had someone ask me earlier, they knew I was going to be on this, and they asked me to kind of fill in what happened. She bred all year. She went off food. And I tried every single possible trick in the book with temperature changes, different males, uh, different humidity levels. I mean, just uh, so many different things. She bred a total of, uh, she bred 27 times. And she was off food the whole time. I've got pictures of her inverted. I've got pictures of her swollen. I've got pictures of her building and massive scale separation and she bred and bred and bred and bred i tried multiple proven males um i tried did you ever see her ovulate though you said or no 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 never so she uh she finally finally the males stopped having interest in her and then she finally went back on food so i mean i tried it all i did i did my best but you know, at least she's alive and well and doing good. So hopefully, um, hopefully this fall, and I'm going to designate and, and kind of only use the purple OGS Sun Tiger, and that's yeah. it. Just so I, I know I can get really strong. You know what it's going to be. You know what if it, I, I mean, you're going to. Yeah. If I hatch hit one everything jigsaw, in it. Right. If I hatch one jigsaw, at the very minimal, it'll be double head purple OGS. Yeah. I mean, so, you can't really. You can't really go wrong with that pairing at all. Right. OGS Jigsaw could be really cool. Like, could be really cool, I think. Yeah, I mean, everything we've seen mixed with OGS so far has been, you know, uh, awesome. I mean, I'm, I work my ass off to get, make the first Sunfire OGS and, and Sun Tiger yeah. OGS. I, I did, I put my whole, all my breeding efforts into that project and, I, well, yeah, they, I mean, they just look off. good in all these other combos. So hopefully yeah. it'll be, do the same with Jigsaw. I mean, Jigsaw is dark, but I mean, it's it fires up really good. So we'll, we'll have to see, but I'm hopeful. So yeah. and, and, and eventually anyways, it's all going to go, at least my plans is to get it all into purple or orange glow. So it, it's going to look good. Yeah. So, you know, those are the favorites. So what I, – I, I know the answer to this, I would think. What is your least favorite? Least favorite retic project, Gene? Like, what is – what is your least favorite? Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, titanium, without a doubt, is yeah. probably the, the most underwhelming thing. I mean, I've never been a fan of it. 
the whole Citron thing that makes them look really good, makes the heads look really good. That would be great if the Super wasn't, or, you know, or, you know, the visual wasn't just a pat in the snake. Right. Um, you know, and, and I, I really, I just, I really don't care for Platinum. Yeah. Um, I respect it. I respect all the guys that put a ton of work into it. The supers of it are, are th I think, are my biggest problem because anything I breed, I, I, I wanna, I won't do a breeding unless I know I'd keep something. Right. And if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna want to breed it. And I'm you not don't want to make wanna, all platinums. Right. And I, and I want to keep the best. Typically, that, that's kind of like a any person's breeding right. strategy is, is keep the best and sell the rest. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it makes the most sense for anybody. So if I have a bunch of really nice platinums and I breed them and I, and I make a, you know, an ivory or an ultra or the Lucy, I'm not even going to get into the Lucy stuff, but even yeah. if I make an ultras, you know, ultras or ivories, I don't, there's not a big enough difference in them all to make me want to keep 20 of those. Right. So I don't want all my clutches to be half of yep. white snakes. Right. So oh, yeah. and, I, I mean, and, all, makes... and all the guys that are making them, awesome. That's yeah. so, someone's whole focus. Do it. You're doing awesome. All yeah, the I mean, there's no. I mean, yeah, it. it's the same with titanium. Like, I mean, I. Here, yeah, that's my they're, least they're, favorite. But there's a lot someone, of guys that put a lot of work into them. You know. Right. Someone just made a. I think a mochino titanium tiger. It looks awesome, but it it's just not. Just not my thing. I see a guy making all these different paradox. Uh, titanium things or, or whatever exactly they are they're awesome they all yeah. look awesome it's yeah. just not a project i want to put my time and effort into yeah. and also if someone else is that deep into it and they're doing that well with it i don't want to have to try to compete with that yeah. it's just not you know you know i when we went to jay's when we went to Jay's, I mean, yeah, there was a lot of titaniums I was kind of meh over. Like, didn't do. There was a few that were really good-looking snakes with some size. Well, but we I, saw the first purple titaniums there when they were yeah, killer. They were the, yeah. they were one of the coolest snakes in that whole building. But he also had like, the, the platy. You know, I think it was a platy sun or whatever that had like the little dashes on the side that was like fluorescent yeah. yellow. That was cool. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be something yeah. I would make or work with, but it was a really cool-looking snake. Yeah. But it's those real brown ones that patternless that are kind of like, yeah. what do you what do you do with them? You know. So. You know, and and everybody goes back and they're like, oh, but you like GC, but you don't like titanium. I mean, Golden Child's a in, a, in a whole whole different league, a whole different, it's a book. different book. I mean, after after going to Nerd and seeing all the GC stuff, yep. it's in its own world. I mean, that that's it, they, it is. They put, yeah. So it's it's not comparable for me no. to to say that. So no, I agree with you on that one hundred percent. I I wouldn't want my whole collection to be a golden child overrun collection, but you know I kept a lot of really nice golden child stuff over the years. So yeah, well, like yeah. GCOGS is like one of those iconic iconic it snakes. Is. I feel like I mean that was one yeah. of my goal goal I mean, animals to own myself. Yeah, you know, Nerd and Kevin and Andy put those on the map and made i mean they were the the holy grail of all retics and they still kind of really are i mean ogs yeah. ogs has been like the highest and longest standing like pinnacle animal 
for so long. I mean, just yeah. forever. It seems like it, it's forever, you know? Do you think so, that that could be because of some of the work you did? Well, no, I mean, because I feel like OGS wasn't, like, super well-known for the most part until, well, like, you started making some crazy stuff. Like, Kevin and Andy were killing it, too, though. They were making killer stuff. But I think when well, you put your flair on it and your your marketing of your SC constrictors on it, I think really helped, honestly. I mean, it's, I mean, it, it, I mean, you've been there too. It's it's kind of a challenge to really get some of those type of animals from nerd, you know. Like, oh yeah. That's why it was really nice to be as close as I was with Andy, and um, I was fortunate enough to to get orange ghost stripes, but he kind of. Like he, I, I wanted a male in the beginning, but he kind of like made me start with a female as a hatchling and kind of made me earn my way into it. Yeah. Not just like, here's a male, breed it to whatever you got and Make blah, a ton blah, of blah. Like, and all this. Right. Yeah. He, he was like, no, man, you're, you're, you know, you're going to, here's a female. You'll start with just a single gene female. And he, he made me earn my place in it. Yeah. That's why, like, a lot of people, I think, were happy for me when I made the first OGS Sunfires and Sun Tigers and the purple and the combos because it was, you know, I put years, you know, four, five, six generations. Like this year will be my seventh generation in orange ghost stripe and like the purple orange ghost stripe lineage. Combos, I, yeah. I, I can track it back seven generations. And it's not all males. I didn't hatch a male, raise it a year, breed yeah. it, hatch a male. I got females, eggs hatching. I've hatched the female. I've hatched the grandmother. And then I hatched the great, great, like, grandfather down the line. Like, so there's females in the list, too. It's, you know, yeah. eight years, eight years, nine years into one project, you know, even more than that almost. But... It's uh, you know, it, it helped being good friends with Kevin and Andy to yeah. to get the right animals to do the right thing and you know not blow the project out of proportion on its first uh, you know its first breeding. I didn't make sixty orange ghost stripes and sold them all for you know a thousand dollars. I think that's I think, and then that's this is going to kind of go off on a, another tangent, but yeah, I mean, I think that's part of the the problem is people. You're you're very like responsible with your breedings you know like you said you could yeah. easily made 60 of them but there's a lot of yeah. people that don't care. they're going to make as many as they can as quickly as they can yeah. blow them out for you know pennies on the dollar which is terrible i mean yeah. that's we have to police ourselves almost you know with, yeah. with that or, you know back back then too is a lot of the recessive projects um and a lot of the recessive projects now are still so ground level like you can't just take an OGS and make 50 of them. Right. You have to make your own hats. And a lot of people want to just go the fast track. And it, and it doesn't really pan out. You got to go slow and put your time in. You're, you're, you're still almost better off making your own hats, yeah. raising them, and waiting those three years, four years to, like, really push out quality uh, numbers you know i mean yeah. so yeah well exactly nailed it um 
All right. So who would you say is your uh, your biggest mentor? Like, who are your mentors? Like, who kind of – or your idols or the guys you, like, really, uh, like, looked up to and helped you out and stuff along the way? Uh, you know, obviously, we – you because you've been there with me, you know yeah. we have a pretty – I've had a pretty strong connection with, with Andy when he was at Nerd, and I still am – very close to them, even though he's not there. But, you know, yeah. Andy and Kevin, um, like, from the beginning, were kind of, you couldn't, like, really ever interact with them, let alone, like, kind of be friends with them to that level. And, I mean, yeah. Andy's pretty much taught me, like, literally everything I know, right. you know, and, and in person, not just, not just like, hey, here's a message of blah, 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 you know. I remember early on when I started and a lot of the people I kind of listened to, I got now I know it was like bad advice and I, I'll never know if it was ever like purposeful or purposeful like, or, yeah. or, or like, eh, you know, well, because you then you're the, you're, you're the competitor then once you start making stuff, you're not just a friend yeah. or a buyer, you're a competitor. You know, when I, I remember when we were at prehistoric pets and just spending a little bit of time with Tim, I was like, just blew my mind open because he had shown me stuff in person yeah. that I, I thought I knew otherwise. And he's like, here's how it really is. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. You know, I, and you know, and that's exactly what it was like with Andy. Like Andy gave me all the advice in the world. But, you know, he was literally like, F you, you got to do it yourself. But here's the advice, the real, the real advice of what to do, you know. And he, he never, um, you know, he'd never be like, uh, you know, fanboy or whatever. For He's like, if it was ugly, he'd say it's ugly. If it's a stupid project, he would tell me if it was yeah. stupid. If, you know, you said it looked good and he, and he said it looked good, then it really looked good. It really good. looks good. Well, you know, that's, yeah, I mean, it, and that's the way it should be, you know. You know? Like, yeah, with your friends and shit like that, that's, I mean, yeah. if they're not going to tell you the truth, who's going to, you know? Right, yeah, I mean, I'd rather you tell me it's ugly than, you know, tell me it's ugly the first time you saw it instead of telling me it was great for three years. Right. And then I find out on the fourth year that you thought it was ugly for three years. Like, yeah. you know, you could you could have saved me all this time, wasting my time on this terrible project. Yeah. So, you know, but he, he gave me all the advice I ever needed. He helped me with everything and all you know anything and everything um you know even even with like the monitor stuff it's like start with babies you know all all the retics i got from them was start with babies and and take your time and here, you learn know. with the animal grow yeah, with the yeah. animal yeah you know and earn well, your place in the project too you know that that that's goes into the like the monitor thing like no one could really give me too much heat because I started with a hatchling female, raised it myself for years, got eggs, yeah. waited. You know, I, I, I took the long road and it not even the fact of like, oh, I was I was well known in retics and now I produced water monitors. So I, I got credit from the retic people, but the monitor people knew me because of all my years in retics. And they knew I started at the bottom with a baby right. and got to where where it is now. It, it wasn't just up. yeah, I didn't just buy two adults and hatch my first, you know, monitor just by 
you, know, you get more, you know, you get more respect that way. I mean, if you yeah. did it the other way, if you bought just adults and bred them, you probably wouldn't get half of the, you know, love yeah. and recognition as you you did this this time. Yeah, you know? I mean, people. I mean, it's still insane to try to keep an egg alive for two hundred days. I mean, is yeah horrible. And if any of the retic guys know me, I mean. I've been notorious for like cutting eggs at like day 50 and 60 because I just can't wait. I need to know if I, you know, what, I don't what advise. What got the job? And I don't advise anybody to cut eggs. Terrible practice. Yeah. Do it at your own risk. There's, it serves no purpose. It's you almost wouldn't even know what you're looking at. And I do it because it's my animals and I get to make that decision for myself. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of people say, oh, they're going to die and they're this and this. I got, you know, I remember my very first retic egg I cut on like day 68 or something. And uh, and I think he's like nine years old now or something. I, yeah. I mean, he, you know, it's like yeah. I thought he was going to die in six days or something after he hatched. I remember you know, I remember cutting that clutch at your house. Yeah, man. That guy. And that, that, that was, was cool. That that was a good start to my uh, that was like a kind of a grand entrance because it was two unrelated fifty percent pos head albinos that both proved out hat purple. And, and Yeah, but know. we all knew that those were gonna prove out. I mean looking at those yeah, adults, I mean yeah. there's always that chance, but yeah looking yeah, at, I mean, looking back at those animals, how would they have not proved? Uh, yeah. Know? Looking back now, I mean, that's the same thing. Like, I've proved out, like, back to Andy. Like, Andy's asked me for – I've done a lot of lot of breedings with Andy and, and yeah. nerd animals. And he's asked for males that I've hatched go over there when he was there. And 50% pos huts that I was like, this is going to prove out for sure. And sure enough, it did. And he made multiple worlds first with, yeah. with the animals, you know, by, by just knowing kind of that look. You know, but yeah. it's still a it's still a gamble. I mean, yeah. So okay. Well, what uh, you know, we kind of talked on it, but is there any other goal projects that you kind of want to see? I'm sure the jigsaw is probably one that you want to see through. Um, you know, yeah, the jigsaw stuff is um is a big driver for me still. Um, it's almost not so much about what more. I just want to make. I want to fine tune what I've already got going. Like a lot of people, I'm sure they see my collection. I mean, I broadcast it pretty, pretty much daily. Yeah. I'm not a fan of like 20 different genes. I've consolidated and streamlined my collection, like very much just OG Sunfire, obviously is the main driver. Yeah. OGS and Pied. And then you know, orange glow, caramel, purple. I got rid of all my mochino, all my lavender and white phase makers. And yeah. like, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm very focused on just caramel, orange glow, purple, and then the OGS, Sunfire and Pied. I mean, I don't think Tiger is, is worth mentioning in GC. I mean, obviously yeah. that's mixed in there, but, um, you know, I once I can make like a purple OGS Sunfire Pied, then I want to make a purple OGS Sunfire Pied that has like three dots. Yeah. I want to I want to just fine tune that project. I don't want to really add anything to it at this point. Um, 
you know, um, starting another recessive is kind of like, it, 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 it's too much. It's, it, it's too much for me to want to do this. Well, yeah, like those, uh, those triple hats, man, that's a, that's a lot of, yeah, I have a lot of luck on your side for that. So I kept all my female triple hats, you know, and that's not easy to do with retics, right. you know. So I ha that's like my main driver project. That's my entire focus is to get those girls up to size and try to make that combo or at the very least make like a purple sunfire pied pos het OGS or a purple OGS Pied, pos hat, you know, or, or you know, right, right, right. Something. one of the, one of the, you know, two right. Ways. Am I, am I going to hit all the jeans in one snake on the first try? Who knows? But I mean, at the very could, least, could have I'm that gonna, Travis Warren luck. Yeah, yeah, I could. That, that's, that's another that's reason. I, that's fucking that's unbelievable. Nuts. Just, yeah. just I, you know, me and him talked about that, and just thinking about that, like the odds of hitting that, all of the Annie, jeans, and he made it in lavender. Yeah, so I mean, he sure. could do that breeding another five times and never make another one of either of those snakes, which is unbelievable yep. to me. Yep. And he hit, and him, that, he hit two yeah. in one clutch. Fucking That's crazy. What, I mean, Travis and I have talked about it a, a bunch of times. The recessive, the recessive projects are, yeah. are the are the future because it's kind of like almost the only way to go, to make something new. Nobody wants to stare at a normal. You know, I'm staring at a whole yeah. a whole stack of cages of normal retakes by somebody's standards. They're normal, but they're triple hat albino OGS pied. So if yeah. I ever want to see the albino OGS pied, I have to stare at normals for four years, maybe three years, four years, maybe five years. You know, and not just one. I got to stare at a bunch of them. So in, yeah. and a lot of people don't want to do that. And if you ever want to see it through, you've got to put in the time and effort to really do it. So well, I, th I think as the retic world kind of <laughs> shifts more into that uh, triple recessive or even quad recessive projects, I think yeah. that's going to really kind of separate the men from the boys. I think you're going to see a lot of guys kind of jump yeah. ship or just they're going to stay doing those double codoms or whatever and. Just yeah. like you said, it's a lot of work, man. Even it like is. I've only did double recessive and I hit one, and that's I couldn't imagine triples trying to make triples yeah. or imagine yeah. the quads trying to hit on a quad recessive. Well, and right. I mean, oh, it, how do you even do that? It's next to impossible. I mean, it like like you said that I put so much effort into the purple OGS project. My first shot, I made one. Yeah. And I, I had to I had to make my female hats and raise my male hats and raise yeah. my female hats. And you know, even this year too, I took a gigantic gamble on Jaguar, het orange ghost stripe, possible het purple to a Sun Tiger double hat purple OGS that I made. I know she's a hundred percent double hat yeah. purple OGS. So like if that male does not prove out, I kind of wasted. I could have made purple Super Sun OGS, purple Super Sun Tiger OGS, purple you know Tiger OGS. I could have made right, a whole. You could make everything, yeah. I could I could have knocked out like four or five different worlds first, and and not just worlds first, like really good quality animals. I mean, mm -hmm. 
I, I hatched that female. I've bred, raised her all these years. I've got the the only male purple OGS Sun Tiger in existence. So he's as good as I could ever expect anything to look. Right. So I could have bred those two together and 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 really hit a a huge array of all these different combos. But I really like the Jaguar stuff. I did. Um, you know, I've got, I got Orange Glow, Jaguar, Sun Tiger with GC stuff, all that hatching in like 10 days. Because Are I those already see, in 10 days? Yeah, it's like 10 days. Holy shit. That's Yours crazy. should be just about right, right there. Mine, too, are, uh, mine are due, yeah, it's like July 1st or something. No, I got July. Yeah. I got another month on mine. So, yeah. so you know, it's I, I had to take that risk. And, and it's like, even if I miss, I'll still hopefully hit a Jaguar OGS Sun Tiger. That will still be a world's first. And a, and a lot of guys, oh, all you're doing is chasing world's first. Well, if you don't have a target, if you don't have a target or a goal, or at least a, a, a plan, then why are you doing it? I mean, I'm not doing that I, reading so I can make a, reg, a normal or a tiger. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm doing it. Yeah, it's I hate that. I hate that everything. All, all he cares about is the world's first. Who cares? Who cares? Right. That's what I want to make with those animals. Right. Why is that a big deal? Why right. does it I'm matter? Not, I, I'm not breeding them because I, I'm like trying to repopulate the wild with a bunch of normals. I'm trying to make a very, very specific animal. Yeah. For for me, for the hobby. For, for, I just you know, never got that argument. Go, go ask, go ask Bob Clark. Do you think he wants to make, you know, nothing like just a bunch of pies without trying to make the GC pied and the Motley GC pied and right. the, the, you know, it's it's like, come on, man. I mean, if you don't have a goal, what do, what are you exactly doing? Because you're not yeah, like I just, you're just making like you know, I just the argument. I don't understand what they would have. Oh, yeah. We just want to make more tigers or purple tigers or yeah, albino. You know, like, and, and and guess what? If you're talking to somebody that's like me or you that they look up to us like, oh, these guys got 20 years in it and they're making all these worlds first. Well, guess what? I was not making worlds first when I got my first set of snakes. So if you're yeah. doing it, don't talk shit that you're not wanting to make worlds first or you're going to knock the guy that is. Yeah. Because one day you're going to be there and you're going to be making a worlds first with every clutch every year. That's what's supposed to happen when you yeah. put this much effort into the stuff. I mean, I every clutch I have has a world's first in it. Or at least every season I breed retakes, I'm That's able one. to create one because I've put I'm on my sixth and seventh generation of that project. And that's the natural development of a project. If you don't have a goal or a plan, then just either don't well, breed them right. or, or, you know, don't, you know, don't talk shit about that because there's, we're not sitting here like, oh, all you want to do is make tigers. Yeah. You're a piece, you know, you're a terrible breeder or that's your only goal is to make these like, you know, bottom level snakes or whatever you yeah. think that you want well, to and, and people, I mean, they don't want to invest the money. That's the problem too. Nobody like, not nobody, but. A lot of guys aren't dropping the money on the stick. Like they're gonna pick up some no. of these garbage animals off Craigslist and want to breed them and think yep. they're gonna make a million dollars and be the next big guy in retail. It's not yep. gonna happen. It's not gonna right. happen. You have to yeah. spend the money and you gotta invest your time. 
that's but that's, but then they they get upset when they buy two snakes for 700 bucks in an auction breed them and want to sell the baby for five thousand dollars and yeah. everyone everyone in uh, the internet is here like it, it it's it wasn't like this when we started anyone wow. who spends their day on the retic nation or online they know what everybody's got yeah. they know what everybody buys yeah they they kind of know what everybody buys that's why i don't they, that's why they, i hate the all secretive shit that's why i don't like it you know well, I mean, it's like people, everybody want to keep their right people want to keep their projects close and i get that but it's like what do you think would look would would be cooler if you saw me start the very beginning of my triple head project in three years from now i get to go here i made it and people can look back at like a six or eight year timeline and go holy shit i've been following this guy for eight years yeah. trying to make this snake and here it is instead of like hey here's this snake that no one knows i even had the ability right. to make or the adults you and then it and then it just fizzles out and it's like up oh, no big deal you know yeah, I, mean, I it's, think it's, having it's all safe. that. Yeah, I agree. I think having all the, like you said, the documentation. Because even that, I think there's a lot of breeders that are making killer snakes that have no document. They, they're not taking pictures of the breedings or the babies hatching, or it's just, oh, this is what I think yeah. they made. Like you said, what do you think? People want to see that. People want to see what it is. You know, they want to yeah. follow the project along. It's not like, you know, you know. Nobody wants the surprise at the end of the year. If it's a big race and it's like a real race, like I've been in that position where I didn't really want to say I had a big clutch or I had a specific breeding, but I still shared the progress of it. Yeah. And I waited until the eggs hatched before I like revealed it all. Like, I mean, you know, the big, I had a big race for the yeah. world's first Sunfire OGS that the putting those two genes together was like my is my only existence in this hobby and, and and i had to do it i had to do it first it was my entire driver oh i know i remember all the talks leading yeah. up to that a lot of talks and, and knowing you've got somebody else on your tail that you know you really maybe didn't want to see have that like I mean, that's all that, that gets into either competitiveness or jealousy. And it's not about like always being jealous, but like I earned it and I put in the work for it and I, I wanted to do it. I had to do it first. Yeah. So I did whatever I had to do to earn it and get it first. I didn't cheat. I started from hatchlings. I took the long route, but I knew the other people jumped in after me and wanted to, yeah. you know, beat me, but I'm happy I got them. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't know. So Ryan put Ryan Lawson put a comment. I don't know if you could read it or not. Pretty. Yeah, he's pretty much Thanks, right. Dude. I mean, it's gonna happen yeah. at some point. They're all gonna they're gonna be, you know, fizzle yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, it's it's true. I mean, it's uh, that that's how life goes. I mean, there needs to be new people coming up. You know. Yeah, I mean, that's, so, and I think that's part of our responsibility as the, now, I don't want to say the elder statesman, but we're getting to that point of, the, of our, it is, you know, dude. It, it really we got to help the, these yeah. younger guys coming up. And 
I mean, there are some guys that are coming up that are making insane stuff and doing great, great work. A lot really of cool. yeah, and there's they're not 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 like an age, not that age matters. There's guys older than us, newer newer to the hobby, yeah. that are 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 making super high caliber stuff. Yeah. But they even will still call me for advice or ask for advice or, or yeah. messages and hey man, you know what what is this 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 or this and you know. A lot of yeah. people, it's a lot of people reading messages online and taking it wrong and yeah. thinking there's animosity, but there's not animosity. So. I mean, that's the good, there, you know, the internet's great, but it's terrible because, I, like you said, you can read something the wrong way when it's completely, uh-oh. Let me, completely, I'm going to try to pull something out at least. Um, Terry Robertson says he's been looking up to us since he got in 10 years ago. So, and, thanks, and Terry. Yeah, man, awesome, I dude. appreciate it big time. Yes, Terry, and like Terry's one of those guys, dude. He was just over the other day, and he's killing it, man. He's making some crazy stuff. He's got some awesome animals. It's uh, that's what I like to see is these guys that are really investing their time and money and, and doing it the right way, you know. But what's I mean, uh, what's it's a it's a tremendous amount of work and effort that goes into them. So I just it's hard to get. I show the pictures off. I mentioned it earlier. Yeah, that's crazy. I hope this shows just how red this snake actually is. And that's like the whole focus for Purple Orange Ghost Stripe Project is to actually not make them purple. It's to make them red. If, yeah. you, own, if you own an orange ghost stripe or you've ever seen an orange ghost stripe in person, they're not black. They don't have black scales. They have tan scales and khaki colored scales and brown scales. And, um, you know, when you make those scales albino, they turn orange, or in this case, they turn red. So, I mean, I hope yeah. this shows up good in the camera. Right there looks good. Like uh, in your left hand. Yeah, that looks awesome. But it's like a lipstick outline of red. And uh, I think another layer of Sunfire on this, and obviously Sal's got uh, Jaguar in it, and it's doing the same thing. It's it's phenomenal. So that was my big reasoning for trying to get Jaguar in there as early as I could. Yeah. So even if I miss on the purple albinos this year, I'll still make a Jaguar ogs sun that's going to be 50 percent poshet purple i want to see got, that in orange glow orange glow sun ogs that's going to be yeah. pretty unbelievable yeah i mean that'll be the way to go is yeah. to get or orange glow and caramel all the really dark stuff in there is going to be really good so. Alan Cordova says he's been following us since his start eight years ago. Nice. His restart. So, yeah, yes. I mean, that's what I mean. That, to me, that's the coolest. Like, that's the – Yeah. I mean, it's stupid. Like, my wife makes fun of me. But, like, when we go to the – like, we'll go to the local shows and – Yeah. Hey, can I get my picture with you? Or can you – can hey, what's up, man? Oh, my God, I watch you on YouTube or I've seen you on The Nation. Like, it's – Yeah. It's silly because I mean, it's like we're just snake breeders. But it's, it's fucking pretty cool to think, like, these people, like, really do look up to yeah. guys like you and me that have been here forever, you know? You know, it's – um. It doesn't feel like we've been in this this long, but when you think back, I mean, 
it's like over 15 years like yeah really aggressive and then like you know that even the five or eight years before that so like a legitimate 20 years yeah. in it I mean, and i mean obviously the internet wasn't that big but when we first started really really going obviously it's before we had kids and stuff like yeah dude i mean we went to bob's we went to nerd we went to prehistoric pets we went to travis's we met you know eric and sentac eric and sentac and we were you know at shows well, like and I think that did. was that was a thing that I think really helped like us kind of get notices because we were yeah before that I don't remember anybody going to no all the places and I mean you're very good at the social media so you're very good at blowing this shit up so you know like going and you blowing up all over and talking about yeah. it it brought a lot of I think people like holy fuck you know, look at these guys I mean our nerd trip you know I mean our nerd trip I think changed the the whole course of like the big retic community like yeah it like blew the doors open of like wow there's you know they made this like a big thing you know i mean it, that, it made like a, that trip was probably my most i mean i granted i yeah. don't really talk to paul or you know any of those guys that much anymore but man that was the coolest trip ever yeah. that was the most fun i've ever had on a on a road trip and that was the most insane thing ever I, i'll never forget that trip till the day i die that was i, I mean, mean even i i hope i'm i doubt andy's still watching this for what an hour and a half yeah. he probably watched like two minutes and that he came in made a couple comments <clears throat> and dipped out <laughs> maybe he'll, he'll watch it if it's if this is saved for later but like yeah. i mean we put so much planning into that and a lot of it was legitimately to, to surprise, surprise Andy. And like, he he probably doesn't realize like how much he impacted our group, each individual in our group, and Kevin too. But like, yeah. Kevin was in on but us it was, surprising Andy. Yeah, but it was like, you Andy know? was like one of us. He's like, was like the in-between between us and Kevin. Yeah. He was like that yeah. man kind of, you know? And, yeah. It was like you said. I forgot. Yeah, we had our little group that we talked Man. to every day, and yeah, uh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I remember running down the hallway. We all had those stupid horse masks on, and Andy was just cracking up, like smiling ear to ear, which is crazy because he's not somebody that normally smiles. Yeah, I, I think I think he's only smiled twice when his daughter was born, and when we surprised him at Nerd. I mean, I've yeah, never seen him was, smile uh, ever again. He smiled was, when I when he got me bit by the dogs in the bite suit, but. Yeah. That was more of like an evil smile thing, but yeah. But that was, yeah, I mean, yeah. that was an incredible trip, man. I mean, we, yeah. granted, we did it fucking flying into New York and then driving, what, five hours? God damn. It was terrible. That wasn't was as bad trip. as driving out to Bob's, though. Yeah, Bob's is a miserable road trip. You know, that's Fuck. another thing, another thing, too. Like, you know, Chris came in very aggressively into retics and kind of went really big oh and dude he, he went huge and dude I mean, I mean me and you were literally like in it with him not not with him but like i mean we did his show every year with him i mean i helped him at, yeah. at tinley for a bunch of years and like i was right there with him well yeah what you know along the way I, it sucks that he kind of got out of it i mean he went on to bigger better things but like we were a part of a lot of what like, i remember guys, you know, like I remember him calling me at work and like he was talking to me and this was like before he even 
But he's like, yeah, I'm going to get into some steaks. I know Bob and this and that. Yeah. And I'm going to really do it big. I'm just like, okay, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, yeah. And then he starts posting shit. And I'm like, holy fuck. And then we met yeah. him. And, yeah, it was wild. Like, helping him set up his whole display at Tinley. And yeah, yeah. It I mean, was. It was... And then that road trip was wild out to Bob's with him and Monty. Yeah. Like, Monty yep. was awesome. The late Monty. That oh, dude God. Was, Dude, he was hilarious. Yeah, we've had some killer times, you know, and, it, and that's the thing, too. Like, throughout all these guys, whether they're still in it or not, we've networked with a tremendous amount of people. And that's why I'm thankful, like, thankful for Chris yeah. and Andy to get me, like, kind of my my acceptance entry into monitors and like yeah. you know jim heck is good friends obviously with kevin so i got to meet jim yeah. and now me and me and jim talk and we would really only ever talk if chris was involved now chris is not involved and now i still talk with jim monitor wise yeah and it, it's like it's like such a nice circle of circles of people, all comes you know? back yeah. around absolutely yeah so with uh i guess we'll touch on it quick i know get this going pretty quick so we can get out of here. I know I'm beat, you're beat. What yeah. uh, what other animals do you keep other than the retics? Obviously we know you, you keep retics, but you're- Yeah, uh, um, I, I dove in pretty hard to water monitors about five years ago. Um, I produced my was first- Was it that long ago? Yeah, man. When I got, like it was that long. When I got sushi as a hatchling, oh, that was yeah, five years right. ago. Yeah. Holy fuck. You know, and, and that that whole thing kind of took a turn. I mean, that's another thing of like really earning your stripes. You know, you can't really sex them as babies. So Sushi was a female and I got Captain who was supposed to be a male as a hatchling and I raised Captain all the way up to an adult. Well, Captain turned out to be a female and I bought another male and I, I just couldn't get my heart wrapped around the project, the Exantic project. Um, with it. So I ended up, I ended up selling him and then I was able to get a, a definite male, you know, Maui yeah. was big enough to know he was a male. So that was like my only way to like guarantee I was getting a male is to get a male, you know, a, a, a lizard with some size on it to know he was a male. And I, I continued to raise him and grow him. Who's that? Jim Jolly says you need to shave that shit off your face. Come on. It's all I got, man. It's I'm, I'm trying my best, believe me. Oh. So, but you know, I, I I ended up definitely getting a definite male, and I was able to breed them and you know, actually produce them. Yeah. Um, I've got a small collection of ball pythons still, um, and I've still got my anthill pythons, which are like they're the world's smallest species of python. They've always been like a bucket list snake for me, and. They've lived for like five years in a V18 tub and they're, they're tiny. They're, they're so small. Tiny. And, um, you know, I, I've, I've bred those a couple of years in a row now and they're just fun, like hobby end of it. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got turtles and stuff, but that's more with the kids. But yeah. um, really, no. it's, it's just monitors and retics. I've, I've tried to dabble in other stuff, but it, my heart was just you, not in it. Look, I know you said earlier, you uh, you said you, you kind of downsized your retic collection considerably, and that's because your monitor collection is pretty significant. What are you up to monitor-wise? Yeah. Not counting the babies. you got um, quite a few monitors, right? Yeah, I mean, I've got six, like, six adult monitors, waters, 
and then 14 eggs just hatched. Yeah. And I, I originally, going into it, was only going to keep two babies. But um, that's probably a whole nother live stream on yeah. another channel. But now that I've made T negatives and T positives. Well, you can then, tell, I mean, you can just quickly kind of touch on how that, what, what happened with that. We don't have to go in depth just so the people kind of, if they don't know, they'll know. So, so basically my adults are going into this. We thought they were like the most exceptional T positive albinos ever. Just so super light. Some days they're like banana yellow, just super, super, super bright, vibrant colors. And, um, you know, Kevin and a guy, Danny, overseas and Tim Healy overseas, they bred T negative to T positive and made a cross. And they've done it. Danny did it in 2018. Kevin, I think, did it around either the same time or shortly after. And Tim Healy did it, I think, maybe before that. I don't, I don't know the dates perfectly, yeah. but they made this cross. And they, what I believe they thought was it was just a variable of mixing the two. You know, like a black and white make a gray. Right. And some, you know, a little darker gray, a little lighter gray. Well, my, my adults kind of unbeknownst. To me, really, I just thought they were exceptional T-positives actually bred out as the cross. And the cross, which I'm sure it's stirred up a lot in the monitor world. I've been talking with, like, all the Indo guys, all the guys in the States. I mean, like, all over the place. Kind of, like, blew the lid off of this thing. They are the crosses, which I decided I'm going to call them coral, the coral. Because, right. you know what, people name shit every day Which and is the, done I mean, nothing, so the, you know, there the needs to be an the, identifier. Right, the so the coral, coral is, is the T-negative, T-positive cross. And the way that that animal is, based on the breeding, and it broke down exactly, that animal is the equivalent of the retic guys, mochino, or orange glow, or lavender. Yeah. And if, so, I made T-negatives. T positives and the cross. And I made majority of the cross and a little bit of the T positive and a little bit of the T negative. Yep. The, the breakdown is basically like us breeding a lavender to a lavender. Yep. 25, exactly. 50, 25. Yep, exactly. And um, I am still relatively new to the monitor world even though it's been five years. Yeah. Um, so I got some backlash for it, but I got a lot of praise for it and a lot of acceptance for it and a lot of congratulations for it because this really kind of like opens up the world of monitor breeding to like a, a level that maybe we didn't think was the case or was going to be that way or what, but like, it kind of changed a lot and it changed yeah. the course of everything I'm doing too, because a T negative water monitor is like the only next thing is like a, a Parenti or a Komodo dragon in my eyes. Like, yeah. you're, you, you know, the crack monitors are great and I respect them, but like a T negative water monitor is like the pinnacle 
the white dragon, the, the, the top tier in the reptile industry of animals, iconic animals, yeah. untouched. It's an untouchable animal. You, 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 you just don't have one. Nobody has one. That's it. Uh, and just, how many did you make? So I made four of them. Um, and it's like a, a very surreal kind of yeah. thing. And it hasn't really settled in, but it kind of changed my entire plan now. Now that I know what I have, I know what I can now make. And I know what I can now make again. And I already have babies you know, behind me that I know what I'm now going to raise. And now I can go and do, I, I can make T negatives forever. Yeah. You know, and I, and I can make my crosses and I can focus, you know, it's just like blowing the doors off a retic project. Now right. I've got, now I can focus on factual breedings and know what I'm making, not just guesswork. And maybe it'll look like this and maybe it'll look like that. It's just like retics 15 yeah. years ago, 20 years ago. They're like, Oh, this is a really light purple. And we'll just right. keep, we'll just keep breeding these really light purples together until we make a white phase. Well, it's not the, light, the light, <laughs> the light purples are lavenders. Yep. So they're genetically gonna make a white phase. Yep. If you, if you bred two light purples together for the rest of your life, you'll never make a white phase. Yep. But if, you eventually work your way, you know, you, you understand it. Most people are Well, I think that's and, the problem is, or yeah. I think that's why it's so huge is that, um, like you said, like me and you talked about this weeks as these lizards were hatching. We talked how yeah. many times, you know, oh, and uh, I mean, I, it's so like basic for us because of our right. knowledge and the retics and genes and stuff that the monitor yeah. guys, most of them are majority have no idea. They have no right. idea how it works. And I guess yeah. when you think about it, even trying to explain yeah. Mochino or Orange Glow to somebody that's into snakes but doesn't know genetics, right. it's super confusing. So, so yeah, you know. it's, it's, it helps me too because I have been in and out of the ball pythons a lot. I keep buying a, a nice group and I raise the nice group up and I breed them and I make what I wanted to make. And then I kind of like sell off a bunch of them. I made a lot of good friends in ball pythons and they have been dealing with this exact type of genetic yeah. long before retic guys were. So I got like yeah, good examples like Vince, yeah. you know, cro croc monitor Vince. Everybody knows Vince. Vince Fricano. Yeah. He, Vince Fricano, he commented on, all my stuff and he's like holy shit this isn't you know you 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 fucking you blew the top off it you got it and he understands it all because he's a retic guy he worked at guy, prehistoric pets prehistoric pets so so it, it 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 instantly clicks in his head whereas there's monitor guys that are asking me questions and i said and i and if the, i doubt those guys are watching and this isn't mean or anything but i'm like do you know what a candino is or a lavender is and how it works? They're like, I don't even know. I don't even know what species of snake that is. So I go, then it's going to be next to impossible for me to get you to understand or believe me right. when I'm explaining to you what's going on. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not going to understand it at all. Well, didn't you so, say even like Chris was like, couldn't understand how you made what you made? It wasn't he even right. like freaking out? Like, yeah, no I mean, way. Pretty, pretty much everybody, all the guys that I'm close with, you know, like 
like Chris, Aubrey, Blake, um, you know, just, just kind of the close yeah. guys, you know, talking with um, Jim Heck about it. And, um, I mean, obviously talking with Kevin about it and talking with Tim Healy about it, and, you know, being on the monitor forms and, and kind of showing everybody all the – and I have over 3,000 pictures of my monitor upcoming from yeah. had from the hatchlings of the parents that made these babies to right now like i have every answer for any question anybody wants to ask um most people are either like either jealous or salty yeah and you know that i i treaded lightly with kevin because like i think kevin kind of also had these animals under his nose for a long time and like i think other breeders do also but like this like clicked this was to say now at made, this point you know, made all how many of those animals went out that now people can make them you know yeah you know? i don't so know it's uh it's gonna be it's, interesting it's, to see how it yeah. unfolds over the next few years yeah now. you know and, and a lot of it too people people that were supportive of me and happy for me understood what i was about and my goals and my plans because the monitor keeping is so hard anyway because you know you might have a mean lizard a non-compatible lizard the pair might never mate your female may slug out every year you might not have your temperature right there's a thousand things leading up to it and then also keeping the eggs alive for 200 days yeah you know That's there's insane. guys i it's there's there's a thousand things that can go wrong and it just so happened this my first debut breeding was so seamlessly perfect that like it almost doesn't even seem real like it went great it, you know, nice big I mean, clutch they all made yeah. it you know it was yeah and it crazy. and it was and i had a lot of hardships too she she slugged out beforehand and the clutch after this clutch she laid out while i was on vacation and the eggs were bad by the time I got home. I have yeah. I have one I have one good remaining egg and and three like questionable eggs. They still have to go 160 days. Yeah. I mean, a lot can happen. I know what eggs look like when they start off bad. They're not going to make it yeah. that that long. I mean, yeah, you know, that's a long with, time. with with retics, I mean. You know an egg's going bad, it'll be garbage in three, four days. I mean, yeah. so. It's crazy, man. Fucking yeah. crazy, but. All so, right. Well, I got one more. I got one more question. Yeah. And then uh, I just want to know where do you, there's a lot going on, you know, laws and lacy shit going on and stuff. So where do you see our community headed and what, uh, what do you think we need to be doing as far um, as. You, you know, know, I. Obviously, I've got a U.S. Arc shirt on now. I've supported U.S. Arc uh, for as long as I possibly could and still do. I think a lot of people have negative feelings towards it, but a majority of them have extremely positive feelings toward it. I think U.S. Arc is phenomenal in what they do. I think if you're in the reptile industry, at any level, you should do your part in trying to help, um, you know, keep us alive, keep us going and, and keep the fight going. 
you know, stay up on your own laws and your own uh, regulations and what's going on in your state and try to do your part to fight it. Um, some people, you know, unfortunately are thinking you're like bragging when you're saying you're donating to US ARC. I don't Which think anybody's stupid. doing it to brag. I, I think it's a good thing. And, and if you're doing it to get some recognition, there's people I know that may be doing it to do that. They're doing it for a good cause. I mean, yeah. it's, it's like a, it's there's, like a select. There's, there's nobody else. There's nobody yeah. else fighting for us. There's nobody right. else to back. And until somebody comes up with a better <laughs> option, this is what we have. And I think right. Phil's a great guy. I think Phil's yeah. awesome. Phil's Phil does awesome. a lot of this shit himself too. Like that's the thing. Right. Phil don't have a huge staff. And we need him, and we need we need U.S. Arc. So we we need support, and and it, it's a shame that there's people that are still maybe not willing to support them. Yeah. If you have if you have reptiles, I mean, what what is the other option? Just not right. caring, uh, you know? Well, that's I mean, the thing. I know I don't understand what 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 is better. There's nothing better, you know. Yeah. Like, is there some things they could have done differently? Probably, and a lot of the bad feelings I hear are still from when Andrew Wyatt ran it, not Phil. Right. That's right. You know, Phil's been running I don't know how many years now, but it's been a, a long while. time now. Right. So, so I mean, nobody is going to go up to you and tell you you're a piece of shit if you didn't donate five thousand dollars. Right. But don't don't feel bad if you want to donate five dollars or five hundred dollars or whatever. I mean, yeah. It's just. It's it's silly to be against them. Yeah. You know, you're in this hobby. Support it. Support it a little bit or support it a lot or support Something. it a little bit over the course of a bunch of years. I mean, I remember we were doing US ARC auctions ten years ago or eight years ago, six years ago, like donating snakes and trying to raise money and doing yeah. collections and I mean a little bit over a long time adds up. Right. Well, and it's a numbers mean, game. I mean, that's the thing I think a lot of people are like, oh, why do I have to donate to support them? Or why do I have to become a member to support them? Well, that's the thing that these lawmakers look at. Oh, this this group only has 500 people, where if everybody that donated, you know, or, right. or supports them were to become members, we might have 5,000. That's going to look right. better. And that's why I don't understand why. If you can yeah. donate to US ARC, the auctions and stuff, but you refuse to become a member, that makes absolutely zero fucking sense to me. If you're gonna donate and help them, why not just buy a membership, be a member? And then it's, yeah. it helps everybody it, out. It's it's very strange. But, but I mean- I, People are- If, if you're part okay. of the hobby, you should try to support the hobby. Yeah. I mean, that's as simple as it gets, I mean, so, you, you know, know, and I think for uh, me and you being big snake guys, you know, we're kind of at the, the we're kind of the ones that are going to get shit on, really. Yeah. Um, but and it's, you know, like, I don't necessarily agree that Venomous should be kept by most people, but I still would support U.S. Arc in their fight for, you know, like, what was that, South Carolina? Right. Or there? Yeah. I mean, because if they take Venomous, it's going to be big snakes, it's going to be monitors, then it's going to be ball pythons and geckos and... Yep. Yeah, it's just it's gonna they, snowball. They don't, they don't they don't want just one thing and then they're gonna stop. They're gonna try yeah. to get every single species gonna, of, of everything. It's gonna to be, the point to the point where they're gonna say we don't even want people to have dogs and cats anymore. Like it's gonna yeah. be nuts. 
you start giving giving up your control and your rights and your your start yeah, giving it up. They'll they'll just keep taking and taking and taking and taking and taking. Yeah, it's you gonna know? be scary, man. It's definitely it's definitely scary to think what's gonna happen here in the next. Well, few I mean, years think about, think about it. If they put a ban on ball pythons, yeah. we'd have we'd have we'd have the support from a million people. Well, and that's know, the thing. Like, I mean, we need all these these big names. I mean, I don't know who supports and who doesn't, but like. You know, we need the Justin Kabelkas and the and the Miguel's and the Bob Vu's and all these big ball python yeah. guys to really help us out and and because yeah. it's not going to stop with us, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, once once they get some of the snakes eliminated, they're going to go. What snakes are left? Let's eliminate those next. You're going to start you know? seeing ball pythons being found in in Florida or in you know states, and they're it's just it's just going to be bad news or like i said the monitors i mean that that's yeah. going to be i'm sure after the big constrictors they're going to come for the monitors you know they're already yeah. going for tabus and stuff so yeah i mean it's it's yeah. fucking scary but so yeah all right man well hey i'm gonna i will we'll let you go we're at an hour 36 so we went a little over than what Whoa. i thought so that's yeah crazy. i was nervous i was nervous we wouldn't hit an hour no i knew we would i wow. mean i knew we would I mean, I know there's a lot more that we can talk about. Maybe we'll get oh, you on again for sure yeah. one of these days for a second, uh, a second round. So you but, can uh, uh, get on your thing and have people put a request if there's any like real specific, specific uh, topics. We yeah. could do another video like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through my interview questions, and I want to. There's some other stuff I want to add and change. I just kind of used what I was using previously. So yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to edit that a little more. So, cool. Yeah, well, I appreciate you coming on, man. Being my yeah, first, uh, my I'm first guest. So, super pumped. This is awesome, and uh, nobody better to have be on. Cool. Watch this channel grow and watch this yeah. whole thing grow, and hopefully make it a repetitive thing, man. And uh, yeah, know. that's. The, I mean, that's the plan. I, I, you know, I don't want to do it every week, but if I could do bring somebody on every month or every other week, and it, you know, I want to bring even the smaller guys, the guys that are up and coming, I think would be cool yeah. to help get them some exposure. And yeah, I wish absolutely. we had something like this when we were starting, you know. And oh God, would have changed talked. everything. Yeah, right. It would have been different. Yeah. So, but very cool. All right, buddy. Well, yeah, I'm gonna let you get right. out of here. I appreciate it. Have I will. Night, uh, I will talk to you later or something, and uh, I'll hit you up tomorrow. So. All right. Thanks. All right, buddy. Later. Night. You too. Later. All right, guys. So there we go. That was uh, my buddy Shane over at SC Constrictors. Awesome video. Awesome, uh, awesome time. I'm glad he got to come on and do this. I know we were, we were hoping we weren't even for sure if he was gonna be able to do it today. So I'm glad it all worked out. But um, let me know what you guys think in the comments below. I think I have this is on Facebook and on YouTube. So. Hit the comment bar. Let me know what you guys thought of this episode. Um, working on the next guest. I'm working on the next guest as we speak. So should be a good one coming up next. Um, there's anything specific you guys would like me to ask? I know there was a lot of people dropping questions and stuff. I just kind of uh, we were we were in the flow and I didn't want to didn't want to disturb Shane from his uh, from his talk. So um, anything specific you want to know? Hit me up. Uh, drop me a line. And we'll uh, we'll get that going. So, all right, guys. Hope you have a good rest of your weekend. Enjoy it. What little's left, and uh, we'll be back soon. Episode three will be dropping. So keep watching. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. It's somewhere. I don't know where it is. It's somewhere around here. Hit the subscribe button. 
Um, like it, comment. Um, I want to hit 100. I'd like to hit 100 followers on this channel here pretty soon. So I think we're at like 40 or 45. So we had a good number of uh, people in here tonight. So, um, yeah, so help me out. Let's get this channel to grow. So, all right, guys, have a good one. I will talk to you soon.